Hi, and welcome to She Is Wise, a podcast dedicated to braver, bolder, bigger conversations for women who want to change the world. I'm Ellie Bell, an empowerment coach passionate about supporting women to show up in the world as their best version of themselves. I'm a former corporate executive with a background working in professional sport and a qualified life coach working with women for the past four years. I've got two gorgeous little girls, which are the reason I'm so determined to change the way women are in the world. I have an incredible husband who encourages, supports and shapes my work in ways that prove that men have to be part of the solution. And I'm Erin Hodson, a psychic medium and spiritual healer who believes that for the world to be a place I'm grateful and proud to leave for my two young sons, change is necessary and that change must be led by women. My work is deeply rooted in ancestors and understanding who we come from and who we can become. I love exploring the spirituality of who we are and the intersection of that with our human experiences. We're two women who grew up on opposite sides of the world, but when we met, instantly recognized each other as kindred spirits, ready to make meaningful change in ourselves, each other, and the world around us. Now is the time for women to be brave, vulnerable, and bold, to explore what is really true for us and how we can make meaningful change in the world. Join us as we dive passionately into conversation about things that really matter, share lighthearted banter with each other, and dare to challenge what we've been told we can do, have, and be as women. Welcome to another episode of She Is Wise. Today we are diving into the importance of believing that anything is possible. This is something that comes up a lot with the people that we work with and just in general conversations, I think, with with friends, um, whether it's having a glass of wine or walking the dog in the morning. Anything is possible, but we get so caught up with our own thoughts and limitations about what we actually believe is possible that we stop ourselves being aware that we're infinite beings and that actually, truly, our heart's desire is completely capable for us to follow we just kind of need to shift a few beliefs in order to be able to make that happen but before we dive into all of that Erin how are you my friend (laughs) I am well thank you Ellie Um, and grateful to be here with you once again um, one of my favorite places to hang out is right here with you in this space and I think to dive back into the conversation that you have already kindly started the thought of anything being possible or that believing that anything is possible is a really foreign concept to the majority of women, I think, right? Because we either, we go one of two ways, I think. We get stuck in that, like it's predetermined and what's going to happen is going to happen and I don't have any control over that. And that's often um, triggers us into that wounded energy of trying to control everything, right? Um, but the other way of going about it is actually getting so focused on what I want to happen that I don't leave room for anything else. And so that's kind of what I wanted to dive into today because that's come up. It's interesting that you reference talking to friends. Um, my best friend is my wife. And um, <laughs> we've had that conversation this week about she has a vision and it's a big vision for what she wants for her life. And that's amazing. And I support it wholeheartedly. Um, but she almost has got so stuck in that's what I want that she's not leaving any room for anything better or anything that's slightly different that might be more aligned with what she actually wants to feel. And so, yeah, I I thought it would be a fun topic to dive into. It might be the very first episode that I ever encourage her to listen to. Um, We'll see what happens. 
<laughs> we'll see where this conversation goes hey if you're yeah. carol hi hope you're enjoying it <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah yeah and and how are you doing ellie before we dive um, deeper yeah no i'm really good um we are navigating a few um covert challenges at the moment um where everybody seems to be dropping like flies around us and so far um touch wood we're doing okay but we're just losing a little bit of support here and there and um so phoebe has been a big part of um my days at the moment which is actually a absolute joy and pleasure because she is just this little she's such a cool kid superstar she's such a cool, cool kid, kid. <laughs> and she just holds her own and is more than comfortable to tell you exactly what she wants in life and that's been really fun to actually get to hang out with her a bit and, and do all the cool stuff and um, without her big sister being around who often sort of dominates the conversation so no I'm good it's um it's definitely starting to feel a bit autumnal around here we um Kate and I who I walk with regularly we've been walking in the dark um for the last little while and this morning it was pretty much dark even when I got home so um, I'm looking forward to the clocks changing um, although that obviously brings with it its whole new set of challenges that thankfully um Erin you look after in terms of what the hell time is it anywhere in the world um, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah I'm looking forward to navigating that over the next couple of weeks but now I love that you um you brought this topic up when we were sort of doing a bit of a, a brain dump about what we wanted to to share in the podcast and I think this um idea that believing anything is possible is something that's so important to to sort of just even you know expand on a little bit because I know for myself, I have definitely been the person who's held myself back rather than the universe. You know, what I believe to be possible and what actually has been possible are two very, very different things. And even if I, you know, just think back to being a teenager and thinking, you know, what would I be doing at 40? If you asked 18 year old Ellie what she would have been doing at 40, there is absolutely no way on this planet she would have said living in New Zealand, number one having our own business number two you know working for herself rather than some sort of corporate role number three happily married with two children hell no you know so even like if I think back to you know what I believed was possible as a teenager and what actually has eventuated they're so far apart and I bet that happens for lots of people imagine if we didn't put those constraints around us imagine if we didn't take anything off the table I just wonder how different life could still have been and and that excites me for the future now that I have so much more awareness than I certainly did at 18 and probably 28 and probably even 38, you know, having the awareness now that there is this opportunity to be open to anything happening suddenly means that, you know, I don't know where I'm going to be in five years time, but I know for sure it's going to be different and it's going to be awesome and it's going to be exciting. And I think being able to step into that energy has really helped me get over the like, well, I want it to be this, 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 this and this and that's all. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Um, and it, what comes up for me with that is, um, so the question for you, do you think that the increased connection that you have with your intuition and the increased trust that you have in it plays a part in believing that anything is possible? That is an excellent question. And it's an obvious yes. Um <laughs> So I, I <laughs> good. So I asked nice closed questions. Excellent. Yeah. Well done. That was a perfect question. Um, seriously though, you're absolutely right. It's being it's being more trusting and more engaged and more aware of my intuition, without a doubt. But it's more than that. It's actually being able to know that I have an understanding of where things come from for for you know who I am and how I've shut up and what has held me back. Like, what are those beliefs that I've carried that don't belong to me, that don't serve me, that I've just happily had in my backpack 
carrying them along, even though they're really heavy and don't help. And actually being able to dive into those and really start to release them. And, and that was a lot of what was holding me back. That societal conditioning that, you know, as a woman, you've got to do X, Y, and Z. You've got to show up looking like ABC. All of these sort of things that I thought were true over the past sort of three or four years, I've kind of realized weren't true. Mm-hmm. And actually, in terms of what I want my children to believe, I don't even want them to pick that up in the first place. I don't want them to have to do the work to, you know, realize they're not true. I don't want them to think it. So that means I have to live a much more intentional life to not be like that because it's really easy to slip back into old ways. It's really easy to just let the subconscious do the driving and all of those things that we've carried with us that we've had programmed for, you know, enough years at at my great age um, that actually, you know, I have to be conscious. I have to be consciously aware of what I'm thinking. And by allowing myself to do that, it means that I'm more aware of my intuition. It means that I'm more aware of the of where the potential um, slip-ups are as well, in terms of when I do every now and then, you know, like we have these conversations about the business. I can see where this is going. I've got the vision of what it looks like. There's just a couple of the pieces missing. And I think as a semi-reformed control freak, not having the exact path mapped out for me in the future is really uncomfortable. Like not knowing exactly what steps to take where, what it's going to mean, how it's going to help, like all of that stuff, not having that mapped out for me means that I have to have more trust but because I've done the work I'm able to trust more that was a really long roundabout answer to your question that I could have simply answered with yes but <laughs> no but I was looking for that roundabout rambly kind of answer um, <laughs> well I think you got it <laughs> yeah I did thank you I think the thing is like you're right we come into this life almost with a predetermined roadmap of what success looks like and of what we're supposed to want and of what we're supposed to go after. And then along the way, we start to get these little nudges from the universe that say, hey, hang on a minute, is that really for you? And you start to almost challenge your conditioning a little bit. I'm not even sure that all of us are particularly conscious of that process until suddenly we get hit with a reality check of, man, I really don't like what I'm doing with my life very much. And that shift that we make then is the the move into, okay, so what else is possible, right? And, um, you know, some people talk about needing to find their purpose. Some people just talk about like a midlife crisis. Some people talk about, you know, wanting to just make change in their life or do things differently or be different in the world. However we talk about it, what we're really saying is that actually I'm starting to believe that something else is possible. And the danger in that is that that's so exciting that we get stuck in whatever comes up first is the thing, right? And so the challenge is how do we then navigate our way forward, but with an open enough mind and an open enough heart to say, actually, anything is possible here. And I'm going to trust that the universe knows how I want to feel. So that's what's going to be served up. Yeah, I always love the this or something better phrase like that really helps me if I'm kind of thinking I really want this you know I really want this to happen whatever it might be it's like oh I just this is really important and like when you get really fixed on that you know this is the job that I want or this is the thing that I want most there's a real opportunity to feel really let down and as if the the universe isn't supporting you and you know to quote my mum which it totally isn't her quote again and we've used it before on our podcast is you live life forward but you understand it backwards it might be at that time where this is what you wanted and it didn't turn out 
it can feel like you've been really let down and that the universe hasn't provided yet often that's actually just pointing you on the the next direction and we talked a little bit about it last week with the course correction it's that opportunity to if you honestly believe it's this or something better when you get that setback it doesn't take you back to zero and like well that's it I'm not going to believe anything's possible because I've been shown that the one thing that I really wanted didn't happen it's like going okay so that didn't happen that means something better is coming and it's holding that faith and it's holding that vision that more is available to you but it's so easy and you know our humanness absolutely shrinks us back down because our little brains are like oh no we're only going to use the evidence we've got and if the evidence is telling me that you know I can't have it then I can't have it so we have to almost and I don't like to use the word fight but it is almost fight against our humanness to be able to trust in our spiritual self that actually that there is more available to us so it's a real sort of we talk a lot about harmony um between you know spiritual and humanness masculine and feminine but actually this like this whole believing anything is possible can almost be a little bit of conflict and it's not necessarily bad because it it challenges us and it it makes us expand and it makes us get really clear on what it is we want because so often we can be going down a path of this is what we want and then you get there and it's kind of like oh maybe this isn't actually what I really wanted (laughs) so being able to take notice and listen and when you get those little nudges and shifts in other directions or things don't work out the way you think they should like don't stress about it just know that something better is coming but that takes a lot of trust and faith and you know don't get me wrong I find myself wavering sometimes but at the same time it's like digging deep into that that knowledge that I have within myself that what I want is there I don't know what it exactly looks like but there's something there and and that's all I can do is head for that at the moment yeah I just want to go back a couple of phrases that you talked about um where you were saying you know that when you want something so much you kind of don't leave room for anything else and you get fixated on that one thing and you know that's the conversation that my wife and I have been having this week is that you know her vision is very very clear but it doesn't leave any room for the universe to do anything else. And there's two parts of that, right? There's the part that says, actually, we have to leave the door open for the universe to provide something different that is more aligned with who we are or that is better or that serves us in a better way, um, you know, for our highest good, as they always say. Um, But the other part of it is that if we get so stuck in wanting something else, then we place limits that say that is the only path I'm able to take and that's the only um, outcome I'm willing to accept. And so even when something better comes along, we close off to it. We just, no, that's not for me because I know what I want and it's over there. And so, you know, it is about really embracing the spiritual self and that's where your intuition comes forward as the guide and the the signposts that help you along the way I think is the humanness is the limited belief the humanness is the part that holds us in the space that we are and says actually you know we're safe here we know that this works it's not going to hurt us it's not going to starve us or kill us or any of that good stuff so we'll just stay right here and you know, we'll we'll be really careful not to get too far from this space because if we do, then we don't know what's going to happen. And then you have the spiritual self who just turns around and says, actually, screw that. Like, I'm an infinite being. I can go wherever the hell I want, do whatever I want, create whatever I want. And um, that co-creation with the universe, particularly when we're talking about manifestors, right? if you think about wanting to manifest something, you do have to be open to all possibilities. You can't just 
get stuck in the I only want this because then you're really saying to the universe like nothing else is for me um and what what if it is something better and I think that's probably been the biggest learning for me is that actually what I want to happen and you know if I go back to that you know being 18 and thinking where I'd be in my 40s like it was so small it would have been you know still living in Northampton it would have still you know like it was so small compared to what has actually been possible that if we allow ourselves to believe that anything is possible that actually means that you know it's that whole shoot for the stars at least you land on the moon type of thing isn't it if we if we allow ourselves to believe that something big and audacious and amazing is okay for us then we're just opening like so many more levels up for us and that just yeah. got to you know, like that's got to be a good thing um yeah. yeah I really I really that was such a game changer for me to to realize that that what what I believed was possible was so small in comparison to what actually was <laughs> yeah yeah because we've got to remember that like we place limits on our imagination all the time right and we hear that like you know a lot of that is conditioned um I know you know you probably had similar stories to me and that as a child, you would tell these big, fantastical imagination um, stories and, you know, there'd be like all this fantasy going on in your little head and you would be told to stop being silly or, you know, that that's not real, you know, stop being silly. And that conditioning tells us that actually we need, you know, we need to come back to reality. Don't set your sights too high. You'll only be disappointed. You know, that was the messaging, right? <laughs> exactly right. What are you setting yourself up to fail? Um, yeah, I think there is a lot of that. And it's something that I'm super conscious of because I'm a non-specific manifester when it comes to human design. The best way for me to manifest something is not to say, I want, you know, $10,000 by this date um, from my business. That's not how manifestation works for me. What works for me is saying, I want $10,000 to come through my business so that I can do this because it feels this and get really stuck in all of the, the detail, the fantasy, the imagination of it all and, and all of the, um, you know, the beautiful feelings and all of that good stuff. And so that was a real revelation for me to understand that about myself, that actually I'm much more inclined to attract something based on how it feels than I am to attract something based on the detail of it, like, you know, the specifics. Um, and so that that's something that I think helps me understand how to believe that more is possible. It's like, you know, even as kids were told to stop daydreaming. You know, I always, do you remember being told that? I mean, I was always told, I was always off in my own little world. Just, I can imagine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just don't get enough chance right now. Um, but that daydreaming, that that anything is possible um, opportunity, like it fires up the brain. It, it fires us up to see it. You know, it goes back to that basic stuff of when you're looking to buy a new car and you think, oh, maybe I'll buy a Mazda. Um, other cars are available. Um, and then you just see every single car you see as a Mazda. So it's like, well, that's what it is. It's like if you can open yourself up, if you allow yourself to daydream about what it might look like if you did X, Y, and Z, or, you know, okay, maybe you do want $10,000 and you want it through this, but actually what if it could look a different way? And if we just allow ourselves to be open to all possibilities and endless opportunities, then we're giving ourselves so much more opportunity to succeed because we're not just relying on it working one way. It's kind of that whole, we've got loads of um, fishing lines in the sea. It's like, we haven't just got the one that like, this is the one I'm going to catch my dinner on. That's that's the one. This has got all the it's got all the best bits on. That's it. Imagine if you had ten. 
fishing lines or 20 or 100 or if you used to knit (laughs) or use yeah exactly but there's so many like there's so many more opportunities then and I think that's what when we're talking about believing anything is possible it comes down to it's like how else could that look and even then like you don't have the exact answer like we cannot predict the future that's why you know we never know what the weather's actually going to do because we cannot predict the future so we don't know how it's going to turn out but if you've got lots of ideas on how it could possibly look then you're expanding you're like the universe everything your ideas is expanding and even that's not big enough like it's always being open to it being you know bigger than you can ever believe so then the question is how do you get from knowing that you want something different to believing that anything is possible like what is the the process there that that we have to go through because it's not an easy path right and it's not just a one-step wonder like there's yeah, things that a, have to change I'm now going to think differently yeah. I have magically <laughs> changed the world <laughs> you're amazing that might work for some people and brilliant good luck but um you know and I love that you brought this question up because it is something that we've been talking a lot about within the work that we do um, and it starts very much in this piece of awareness. I can tell you know that you feel stuck and like things don't feel right. And whatever that is, until you know that, you will basically stay where you are. And it's listening to the nudges. It's listening to those little those little moments without judgment. Like we get so caught up with judging ourselves on everything that if there's this thought, and, and I think women really struggle with this, is like, is this it? And then you instantly feel guilty for thinking, oh my God, I ha- you know, that's awful that I think, is this it? Because look, I've got two wonderful children and I've got a husband who loves and adores me and I love back and we've got a beautiful house and we, how can I possibly want more? Like I shouldn't want more. This is plenty. This is my, you know, I should be grateful for what I've got. Again, you know, playing out all that lovely societal conditioning. Um, so it's then understanding like, where does that come from? Like, why do I think I shouldn't be allowed anymore? Why am I not able to shoot for the stars? And really understanding yeah. what is it that's holding me back. Those two pieces to me are such an intricate part of being able to believe bigger. And it's not even about believing at that stage. It's so like focused on, on you. And, and there's elements of humanness and there's elements of spiritual self in, in all of these things. There are like, what do I believe is possible based on my human experiences? And then what do I believe is possible if I do know that I'm an infinite being? Like They are two very different questions that can completely, like your head can be like... what is going on like when you dive into it so you know it's this work isn't easy to do it's so worthy but it isn't always easy it's definitely like if you can have someone to have these conversations with or someone to spark you know the questioning that's that's really important because it's very easy to shut ourselves down and not go as deep as we want but but those are the first two pieces I, I really believe is important yeah I think um what you just said there about having someone to talk to about it um it's really having someone to challenge you on it, I think, mm. right? Because you can talk about it as much as you want, but you're still going to subconsciously place limits on yourself, right? Because you're human. That's what we do. So to have someone then challenge you and say, but what if this? Or, but why this? You know, that's the secret to it, I think, is having like, you do that beautifully for me often, where you're like, but 
what if you did it this way or what if this was possible or why isn't that possible i'm gonna we are recording this aren't we so i can play this back to myself when you get all like you mean me when i ask you those questions in, in retrospect you might have been right once or twice <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know what i mean like that interplay between your own subconscious holding you stuck or holding you back and keeping you from expanding and cracking open having someone else to facilitate that to guide that to just poke and prod the little bits that are a wee bit tender um that's the way that you really start to deeply understand why you're doing things the way you're doing things and why you desire something different and what that something different might look like I think it might mean as well like I Mm. think that's one of the big questions it's like what does it mean about me if I want it to be different And if I want it to be like this, what does that mean? And I think women are really good at asking that question of themselves, but I don't think we always do it in like in the most helpful, like we don't, if we focus it in the right spaces, it's really helpful, but we can also use it to trip ourselves up massively. But that, that being able to like, what does that mean? Like wanting more clearly means that you're ungrateful and greedy, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm glad you said that. And that's what we've been told, isn't it? That's what so many, well, I think everybody, that, that's the, the narrative. If you want more, means you haven't got enough. So you're not grateful. <laughs> and there's a narrative in society around what happens when you say you want more as well. Like you only have to mention the name Oliver Twist and people immediately know that one single line, please, sir, I want some more. Yeah. Right. And everybody knows that that did not work out well for him. They can't necessarily describe what happened. Like I've never read it right? But I know that line and I know that that was the start of the downfall of Oliver Twist. And so there's lots and lots of societal stories and conditioning and programs that we run for ourselves around holding ourselves stuck in that space of, but I can't want more. So true. And so once we kind of know where that comes from and what it feels like and all of that stuff, both on the human and the spiritual level, we kind of have to go into that process of like healing that, right? I mean, we always talk about, you know, first you know it, then you heal it, and then you grow out of it. And so that healing part of it is really important. And that's probably the part I think that we struggle with the most because it requires us to really step out of our humanness quite a lot, I think. Um, Like being able to hold ourselves in compassion And that's a really uncomfortable thing for a lot of women to actually hold ourselves in compassion and say, um, we didn't know better or we've carried something that wasn't ours, um, but it belongs to someone who we really love and letting it go actually feels really uncomfortable and, and sad. There's lots and lots of stuff that comes up there, right? And going through that process of healing and, and showing compassion to ourselves, but also to the people around us around that stuff. And then stepping into forgiveness and saying, actually, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to forgive it, but I'm going to carry forward what I know from it. Taking that energy away from from it is so powerful, isn't it? When you can actually think of an incident or an experience or something that has gone on in your life and you can think about it without having like that gut-wrenching, oh God, that happened is so like until you get to that space I think it can be really hard to believe it's possible yeah um 
but you know take it with someone who's done a fuckload of work it is possible (laughs) it's just really hard and really uncomfortable doing it but so worth it um but it is it's like you know knowing that that you can actually move past something you can actually move through the experience move through the emotion move through those feelings and just take forward what you need to help you move forward is is so you know my mum always used to say guilt was a pointless emotion and I'm not sure I necessarily believe that totally but she, her thing was always like learn the lesson and move on and I think that's where guilt is actually a really helpful emotion like if we can tune in and learn what we need to from a situation we can then let it go because yeah. it's not helping us anymore and we can then move on so I think that forgiveness piece is really important and it's incredibly hard to do yeah um, because we've tied ourselves up into so many knots about this means x y and z if we did you know abc it's just it's really yeah it's really difficult to break those down so i've used lots of letters this this um podcast so i hope you're all writing them down there'll be a special message at the end of it all um, <laughs> but but once we've done all this healing piece it is that that's created the space hasn't it it's created the expansion space for for what do we want life to look like and that's where the belief comes in the acceptance and belief and i think acceptance is a key part of it because yeah. when we accept that anything is possible, we can believe anything is possible. Well, we also when I think even going a step back from that, accepting that what we are now and what we want isn't everything. Yes. I think that's the acceptance that really changes the ball game. Mm-hmm. Like if you can get to that point where you say, actually, I accept that where I am now and the path that I am on is not the only path for me. And that it is perfectly okay to go to a different path and there are many, many paths to choose from. When you can accept that, I think that's when you start to believe or start to step into that belief that anything is possible because you start to remove, like really shed the limitations that you've been placing on yourself. Yeah, so true. And and that's kind of, you know, the great thing about what we've just shared with you just there is it that is the process that we use. We we have a six-week program that steps you through that. And we're not saying this is going to solve every single um thought that you've ever had, but it's certainly going to give you a very good starting place for actually believing that anything is possible. So if you are feeling stuck, if it does feel like there are things going on that you would like to change and you actually just don't even know where to start, if this resonates with you, if your intuition is telling you that this feels something you'd like to explore, explore it. Like just because we explore something doesn't mean we're just going down that path. It just means we're opening our eyes up to what else is possible. Yeah. And that's the starting of everything. So, you know, if that does sound like something, um, please check out our website, awakeningthewisewoman.com. Check out our offering, see what we do, because it might be that if you're called to have a look there, there might well be something that could actually really help you with where you are at the moment. And and that's what we're here to do. We're here to serve, we're here to support, we're we're here to help Um, because we know what it's like to be there. We know what it's like to wake up in the morning and be like, I just don't know what it's meant to be, but I don't think it's meant to be this. And we've worked through it and we've come through it. And that's where, you know, all of our, all of our processes, all of the things that we share. It's, it's about personal experience. But yeah. also we've been there, we've walked it, we, we know what it feels like. And, you know, it's all about helping you to to not have to feel like that. Or if you do, to provide you with some solace that you're not on your own um, and it can be different. So, yeah, um, you know, you're right. Like in that moment where you um, where you do sort of look at your life and you go, I don't think this is everything I ever wanted. Um, or, you know, I think that there's more, um, 
you know, the, the transformation for me is that that believing that anything is possible. And if that's something that appeals to you, even if you don't have access to that right now, right? If you're, especially if you don't have access to that right now, if you're sitting there and you're saying, well, it not, you know, anything might be possible for you, but it's not for me. Um, you are absolutely the person who we are speaking to right in this moment and saying to you, like, anything is possible as long as we believe that anything is possible. And the only person who can change that is you. We can't change that for you, but we can guide you through that process because we've been through that process ourselves many, many times about many, many things. And, you know, it isn't a once and done thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's not a once and done thing, right? Like this process, you can apply to every time that you place a limit on yourself, every time that you feel like you're stuck or you get frustrated or you stop believing, you go through this process again. You know, that's part of the human condition. We are cyclic beings. We go through this cycle over and over and over again. And so, you know, if that's something that you want to learn a little bit more about, there will be a link in the show notes to um, our six-week program. That's the first step. Every single one of our programs walks through this process. This is what we stand on in every single aspect of our work. So if that is something that resonates with you, if you recognize that there are parts of that process, you know, that that going from A um, to B awareness, going through all of the understanding and the compassion and the forgiveness and then acceptance and, and finally ending up at belief, like if there are aspects of that that stand out to you as places where you've fallen in the past, places where you've stumbled, places where you've kind of gone, oh, that's way too hard and turned around, like reach out. Though That is absolutely what we are here to help with. And um, we would love to talk to you about your own experience of it and and what you're looking to do in the future with it. Um, You know, it's a really richly rewarding thing to get to the point where you can look at your life and you can say, actually, I believe anything is possible here. Um, there's nothing better and that is I think when we are most tuned into our intuition and when we are most connected with our spiritual self inside this human experience and that is the one thing that I believe I am here to help people with so um as Aaron said check out the show notes um there will be links galore check out our website we've been having a little play around with it there's lots of free stuff so you can go and you know check all of that out yeah it's under the free stuff tab (laughs) yeah we made it really (laughs) obvious yeah (laughs) but look it's um as always it's such a pleasure to share space um like this and if you enjoy it you know make sure you share it with your mates because um hopefully they'll enjoy it as well much love enjoy the rest of your weeks days nights whatever you are doing at this moment in time we are sending you all the love thank you goodbye bye-bye thanks for listening to this episode of she is wise if you've enjoyed this content please don't hesitate to let us know you can drop a review on your favorite podcast platform share with all your friends don't forget to hit subscribe so you never miss another episode To learn more about Awakening the Wise Woman and what we do in the world, head on over to awakeningthewisewoman.com. We look forward to seeing you next week.